ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned in a hadith which is reported by Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu anhuma that the prophet said ihfazillaha yahfazka that if you guard over the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then Allah will guard over you. Ihfazillaha tajidhu tujahad. Guard over the rights of Allah and you will find Allah before you. In this opening section of the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ is informing us of upholding the rights of Allah. And how do we uphold the rights of Allah? The greatest right is the right of Tawheed. Because in another hadith of Mu'adh ibn Jabal, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, أَتَدْرِ مَا حَقُّ اللَّهِ عَلَى الْعِبَادِ Later on the Prophet explained regarding that, regarding what this right of Allah upon the servants is, and it is, أَنْ يَعْبُدُوهُ وَلَا يُشْرِكُوا بِهِ شَيْئًا That they worship Him alone, and do not associate partners with Him. So when the Prophet ﷺ told us, God over the rights of Allah, اِحْفَظِ اللَّهِ Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. The greatest right that we must guard over is the right of Tawheed. That we single out all of our worship 
to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and we do not associate any partners alongside him. We worship him alone with our dua, our prayer, our sacrificing, every act of worship sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَّاتِ وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ امْرِئٍ مَّا نَوَى All of your actions are in accordance to your intentions. And every person shall have what they intend. So we must make our worship purely and sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then on top of that, guarding over the rights of Allah, it means all of the rest of the religion too. So we obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the commandments Allah has given us and we stay away from the prohibitions that Allah has prohibited us from. Just like the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, مَا أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِهِ فَأْتُوا مِنْهُ مَسْتَضَعْتُمْ وَمَا نَهَيْتُكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ That which I have commanded you with, then do as much as you are able. And that which I have prohibited you from, then abstain from it. Stay away from it. This is all from guarding over the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, implementing what is in the Qur'an, implementing what is in the Sunnah, and staying away from the haram, which Allah has informed us of in the Qur'an, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has informed us of in the Sunnah. This is all guarding over the rights of Allah. This is taqwa. Taqwa is to guard over the rights of Allah. So in this hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiyallahu anhumah, Ya ghulam, inni yu'allimuka kalimat, that I will teach you some words. And the first ones were, Ihfadillaha yahfadka, Ihfadillaha tajidhu tujahak. Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah and you will find Allah in your aid and assistance. But what about the one who does not guard over the rights of Allah, does not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon tawheed, does not fulfill the commandments of Allah and does not stay away from the prohibitions Allah has prohibited us from, then that person cannot expect to be guarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and cannot expect to have the aid and the success and the victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this may be a very simple hadith. Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. 
But think about this hadith and think about all of the other hadith in the sunnah. The scholars, the ulama have mentioned one of the reasons why the Muslims are weak across the world and why the kuffar go and attack their countries and take over and do all types of things. One of the reasons is because the Muslims are not guarding over the rights of Allah. If the Muslims do not guard over the rights of Allah, then where do you expect the guardianship of Allah? You do not obey Allah upon Tawheed and in all the countries, many of the countries except one or two, they have shrines and tombs and shirk going on and the aqeedah is incorrect and the Muslims, they abandon the prayer. All of those things mean that the Muslims are not guarding over the rights of Allah. And the Prophet told us, guard over the rights of Allah and then Allah will guard over you. So pay attention to that. Then the Prophet also said in the same hadith, وَإِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ بِاللَّهِ That if you ask, then only ask from Allah. If you ask, you make dua, you supplicate for your needs, for assistance, then only supplicate and call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Again, very simple. إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ بِاللَّهِ Very simple. The Prophet telling us when you call, then call upon Allah. When you make dua, then make your dua to Allah. When you seek help, then seek your help from Allah. But again, look at the state of the Muslims. How many of them? They go and call upon others besides Allah. They go and seek intercession, shafa'a, from the dead in their graves. They rely upon their so-called awliya, and they go and call upon them, and put their trust in them, and seek help and assistance from them. This is all in opposition to what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us here. إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ بِاللَّهِ If you ask, then ask of Allah. And if you seek help and assistance, then seek it from Allah. But the Muslims have become weak in doing that. And instead, they look at the world and they look at this person and that person for help, and they look at the dead people for help, and they say it is the fault of the government and this ruler and that ruler. Look at the simple advice of the Prophet ﷺ. When you ask, then ask from Allah. When you make dua, then make your dua to Allah. This is the means of aid. And that's why it is mentioned in the hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
descends to the lowest heaven in the last third of the night. To the lowest heaven in the last third of the night. And says, who is calling upon me and I will answer them. Man yas'aluni fa'u'atiyah. Man yastaghfiruni fa'aghfiralah. Who is seeking my forgiveness and I will forgive them. Similarly, in another narration, it mentions, لَوْ أَنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخِرَكُمْ وَإِنْسَكُمْ وَشِنَّكُمْ قَامُوا عَلَى سَعِيدٍ وَاحِدٍ If all of you from the very beginning to the end, every jinn and every human was stood upon one plane of land, وَسَأَلَ كُلُّ وَاحِدٍ عَنْ مَسْأَلَتِهِ And every single one of them asks Allah for his personal dua, Every single one from the human and the jinn from the beginning to the end, they ask Allah for their dua. Allah can answer the dua of all of them and it would not decrease, take away from the kingdom of Allah at all. It would not make any knocks into the kingdom of Allah, any deficiency into the kingdom of Allah. So when you ask, then ask from Allah. And when you seek aid and assistance, then seek it from Allah. Then after that also, in the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, وَعَلَمْ لَوْ أَنَّ الْأُمَّةَ اجْتَمَعَتْ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْفَعُوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَنْفَعُوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ لَكَ That if all of the ummah, everyone got together to do something good for you, then they would not be able to. Even if all of them got together, they would not be able to do it. Unless it was something decreed by Allah for you. And the same for the opposite. وَلَوْ اجْتَمَعُوا عَلَىٰ أَنْ يَذُرُّوكَ بِشَيْءٍ لَمْ يَذُرُّوكَ إِلَّا بِشَيْءٍ قَدْ كَتَبَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكَ If they all got together to harm you, to do some bad to you, they would not be able to do so. They would not be able to harm you unless it was something that Allah had decreed upon you. This is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. مَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ كَانْ وَمَا لَمْ يَشَأْ لَمْ يَكُنْ Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills, then it occurs. And whatever He does not will, then it will not occur. And that's why the servant must maintain his trust constantly in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Put his dependence, the tawakkul, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing that whatever happens, then it only happens by the decree of Allah. Now you see all around you in the news of the spread of a virus that is affecting many people, and people have died from it. We know as Muslims, this is all by the decree of Allah. It is by the decree of Allah what is happening. 
And everything Allah does is with wisdom. Perhaps this is a trial upon us, a test upon us. So in all circumstances, we remain patient and we keep our trust in Allah. We maintain our trust in Allah. We make dua seeking help and assistance and protection from Allah, knowing that all of it, whatever happens, however it happens, then it is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that these diseases do not spread except by the decree and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You could be in contact with somebody with this new virus and you may not catch it. You may not catch it because it is by the decree of Allah whether you will catch it or not. All of this by the wisdom, the will of Allah. It is not like the disease itself has an ability to be contagious. It is not like the disease itself can go and infect people. Rather, it is by the decree of Allah who is infected and who is not. It is by the decree of Allah how it spreads and where it spreads or if it does not. So maintain your trust in Allah and remember everything which occurs is by the decree of Allah. The decree that was written 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. كَتَبَ اللَّهُ مَقَادِيرَ الْخَلَائِقِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِخَمْسِينَ أَلْفَ سَنَةِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote the decree of all of that which will occur 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. <coughs> Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wal-mursaleen Nabiyyina Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Faya ibadallah Take admonition from this narration of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam These words that he said to Abdullah ibn Abbas He said to him I will teach you some words These were the words Guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will guard over you. Guard over the rights of Allah and you will find Allah before you, meaning in your aid and in your assistance. It is important for the Muslims to remember victory and success and strength in this ummah comes in one way, primarily. And that is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, guarding over the rights of Allah. It will not come by demonstrating at the embassy, take a billion people outside the embassy, and you will not get success and victory and strength in this ummah, if the ummah is not guarding over the rights of Allah. Guard over the rights of Allah. Abandon the shirk. Be upon tawheed. Fulfill the obligatory prayers, fulfill the other obligations of the religion, maintain the rights to Allah, abandon the sinning, the sinning which causes corruption to the person and to society, the sinning 
which brings evil to the ummah. That is what you must abandon. These are the methods of strength in the ummah. Then similarly remember also that these diseases and whatever it may be, it occurs by the decree of Allah. And the Prophet told us, إِذَا سَأَلْتَ فَاسْأَلِ اللَّهِ وَإِذَا اسْتَعَنْتَ فَاسْتَعِمْ If you ask, then ask of Allah. Make dua to Allah to protect you and preserve you and safeguard you. And seek aid and assistance from Allah to protect you and safeguard you. And take the necessary means. اتِّخَاذُ asbab. It is something legislated to take the necessary means to do what you can from what Allah has made available to you. You do that. And that's why you see that there are certain rules being put down across the world in different countries right now in order to do what we can from what Allah has made available to us to help ourselves, protect ourselves in the means Allah has provided for us. So you see that there has been a restriction on Umrah and a restriction on doing the tawaf and the sa'i and performing Umrah because clearly that is a huge gathering of people which creates a situation where the spread can occur by the decree of Allah. So it is from taking the necessary means and this is good from what Allah has made available to us that you do wash your hands and be hygienic and all of those things they tell you. And on top of that, to put a temporary restriction on the gatherings of Umrah, the gatherings in the Masajid where many people come together. This is all from the legislated means that are permissible and good to be taken from what Allah has made available to us to uh, restrict or to uh, help ourselves in stopping or preventing or slowing the, the, uh, the spread of the disease by the decree of Allah. But we remember in any case, the disease does not spread itself. It is by the decree of Allah that it spreads. But we have means that Allah has given us that we can take to try and help the situation by the decree of Allah. And so that is what is being done. And that is praiseworthy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to safeguard us all, that we be safe and secure in this world, in our religion firstly, and in our bodies, and that we be resurrected upon righteousness and be entered into paradise.